Greetings one and all to this week's episode of 10 o'clock. I am going to be trying harder to make sure that I start recording and the intro as close together as possible because obviously there's the, the big huge delay but yeah anyway moving on so this week episode 360 we've done a full circle last and a full circle that's what this episode is called the full circle the full there circle <laughs> okay i need to yeah i'll make a note of that in a second i'll type it I'll type yeah it. you type it you type it man because it's too hard for me to think and talk at the same time so and we are joined here today by our lovely supporter lucifrod no ludificor shit i've done this wrong ludificor you got, you got it yeah ludificor yeah 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 okay however because evidently i'm an idiot we're gonna stick with pain yeah i hey. do like lucifrog though Lucifrog. Yeah, Lucifrog. Yeah, Luci- That's nice. Yeah, Lucifrog pain. Because so, <laughs> I suck. <laughs> right. Not, not to diss on anyone, but yes. So we are episode 360. And we're going to do the same thing that we do. Start everything with. We're going to start with the emblems. Um, so pain. You can see both emblems further up in the Discord chat. Loz, if you care to scroll up, you're welcome to. I don't think you can actually properly see it on the tiny little screen that you can see and oh, yeah. no, pain which uh yeah. which emblem is the winning emblem this oh, week i like i like the idea of the knives and the grenier mask but something i think even the the kind of the pommel on the, one of the knives is nearly invisible so it's got to be laws because that one's pretty solid overall yeah the uh the devil heart it, is it actually just to check on the the Grenier one, is there actually a bit of armor or something that's including the last bit of one of the grips? Because that I, can I happen think it with is. some... Yeah. It's quite possible. Um, I'd have to... Let's, let's have a I think the thing is, they just don't have enough of like an outline on it, because it looks kind of like a poorly cropped oh, Photoshop. Yeah, no, you, you know, it's... Oh God, it's the... It's that thing that you can only see the emblem as long as it's covering over part of your warframe and things like that it's, it's a drawing technique so mm. if it's not obscuring part of the warframe it just doesn't draw it which is like sad panda right oh, i i just such a pain yeah. cool so Lars, you win you bastard and we're now going to move on to dojo dusting wait why is, why did that not change okay there we go right so moving on to dojo dusting um at Loz's request we're no longer going to be doing we're no longer going to be uh putting up the how is 10 o'clock doing graphs as part of the graphs however one nice thing of this week is we had six whole graphs ah, so it's like I've, I've had to make a whole new button for people so i hope everyone's happy with that um we're going to be doing the Six hundred, sorry, three hundred and sixty-fifth episode in five episodes time, and when we do, we're going to be doing it as a every frame a pause, where we're going to be. Sit- well, it's a watch together, basically. Yeah, so basically, oh. we're going to be going over the the core elements of what happened in the first ever ten o'clock, and probably touching on the actual topics of what we discussed in ten o'clock, and laugh at how bad we are at being <laughs> entertainers. How after 365 episodes we still haven't improved in any way. 
I, I hope we've improved in some way, but we still suck. I, I, I put it upon you to find a way that we have improved. But anyway, microphone quality. Hmm. Maybe. Webcams. Hmm. Buy your way to improvements, children. <laughs> Spend more money. Right. Get that better webcam and microphone. That's what you need. Anyway. Ten thousand pounds on setup. It, whoa, ten thousand. Jeez, whoa, Christ. Um, but if you that's, wish, that's yeah, that's thirty grand here, by the way, Laws. That's wild. Yeah. Yes. Like, wow. Anyway, if you that's wish... how you make it big. <laughs> better camera and microphone. If you wish to have an opportunity of being on ten o'clock. Uh, in the description below, you'll see two links to either Patreon or Ko-fi, where you can actually support the production of various shows like Arbiter's Assessment and Xena Codex, to which if you sub uh, yeah, subscribe for more than $5 uh, or more, then called, we will organize an episode for you to be on 10 o'clock. We only have supporters once a month, but we do make sure everyone gets their opportunity. Cool. And I also want to thank Payne here for being really lovely and being up at five in the morning, Australian time, to actually do it uh, today. So thank Hello. you so much. Cool. Um, the last uh, uh, dojo dusting I want to point out, we are not covering the topics of the dev stream. I believe there is a dev stream tomorrow, but due to me going away, we're actually recording this on the Thursday. So if there's anything extra special awesome, it'll probably like that said during the dev stream, we'll probably cover it in next week's episode. Apologies, everyone. Right. I think that's enough of that. Let's move on to the topics. Okay. Cool. So topic one. Guns that don't work against common enemies are badly designed guns. And topic two. After seeing the Entrati Max, I realized there were even more powerful things than Warframes in the Old War. Ooh. Right. So Ooh. Going, going to topic one. Starting with topic one. I love the Zymos. Which was the Zymos? Oh my god. Go on. Okay. I, I don't know what the Zymos is. Lars, you look. That's the, the new the... infested pistol. It oh, okay. uh, does the headshots oh! explode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the uh, the Zymos, but given the fact that it doesn't work against large por portion a large portion of enemies, um, those without heads, it is not effective. I have secondary guns that work on all enemies. An enemy that I face will be hurt by my Kuva Kraken, Nucor, or Hystrix. Acarus? Acarius? Acarius. Yeah, Axtamati, etc. So why would I choose a gun that doesn't work on some enemies instead? If you uh, make a gun that, with a special effect, make it work when hitting an enemy weak spot instead of a headshot. Many enemies have no head, or their head um, is a tongue tougher spot than other places. There are still enemies with no weak point that I know of. 
Like, how many reloads will it take before a Nox head <laughs> before a, ne a Nox head shield? Um, oh God! Like, how many reloads will it take to break a Nox head shield? But it would um, at least be functional. Okay. Mm. Thoughts. Um, I actually responded to this Reddit thread. Um, <laughs> a lot of ink. A lot of angry people in there uh, arguing about this, the OP wanting only to use his ammo. But um, there's this achievement for going through the Orican Towers, the, the Void, yeah. only doing headshots. And I discovered that you can't do that if you kill any of the Moas in there because their weak spot is their like body, but the head counts as their actual head, and it's just sort of really inconsistent all over. Mm. I find it interesting that there are actually enemies where the weak spot is not the head. Like, ah, the, the, I love the, it. That there's a distinction between head and weak spot. I think I think it's like really clever. It's just that the coding has like some semantic difference between headshots being on humanoid enemies and not where enemies that don't have heads in the same place you can hit their weak spot and that's supposed to be a headshot but it doesn't a proc headshot effects laws hmm i'm just glancing through the wiki and the wiki doesn't mention anything at all about mobs not having areas that you know it not being effective on any mobs or certain mobs so hmm. I'm just wondering if it just that I mean yeah I think you're completely right on the mower issue. If I'm God, if I'm remembering correctly, I think originally it was actually set up that the gun on the back of a mower was the head, or not not the actual head of the you know, visually, but actually was counted hmm. as the weak spot. And I think they did at some point or sometimes or some mowers move it down to where it's supposed to be, which is the little actual like bird head between the legs. But I'm not sure if that's for all of them. I mean, I can totally imagine that the fusion mowers in the void on the corrupted side wouldn't get fixed or whatever. But I mean, if you put if if this really is an issue that there are things without heads or things that visibly look like heads that this is not visually doing the effect it should be on. If somebody put together a lovely compilation video testing this in the Sampulacrum, DE would address it. I, I I have no doubt that they would address it. So I, I if anything, I think it's more just an oversight or you know, because DE goes, here is a gun. And they just type in, you know, when this gun does a headshot, and then they don't they don't look at the well, how does this relate to all the mobs? And they go, Well, can is it that I mean, for instance, like the runner, the head is in my understanding, the head's like underneath almost. It's the bit of grenade yeah, thing yeah. that's right at the bottom. So I think some people might not even realize where the head is on that, or technically is. So I, I don't know. I feel that maybe uh, unless, my, my sorry, I was gonna actually talk about the runner. Um mm. is that the head or is that the weak spot? Because now we know that there's a distinction. Spot. Yeah, we now know that there's a distinction between the two. Sometimes it's yeah, the same, also, sometimes it's not. I also think it, like for the Zymo specifically, there's an animation they play when they get hit in the head, so maybe it just doesn't trigger that on enemies that can't play that animation. That's, yeah, it could that's be like anything, but be, it's, yeah. it's just like such like a minor technical, like literally semantic difference in the code, but... I mean, they take extra damage when you shoot them there. But it just doesn't proc the effect. Hmm. But I mean, if if you could show that, that it's not... If somebody put together a video, I mean, you can spawn infinite enemies that you want and put together mm, a video, yeah. even slow motion, shooting these different areas and seeing this visual effect not happening. 
he would address this. They really would. I, oh, yeah. So I think it's it's more of an oversight than a thing. As to changing it to weak spot, I don't I don't see any problem with also just changing it to weak spot. If it's you know seeing a, bore, a rub bore into them, then I think it'd be fine. My, yeah, I I want to want to change the topic. So I change the direction mm-hmm. of the top, um, conversation. However, Payne, if you've got something you want to add first. I was just going to ask, like, there are some enemies where I don't have any idea where the weak spot is, and it doesn't, it's not particularly obvious. Like, um, what are the, the big worm things in Deimos, the, the pillar ones? Spiny bastards. Do you have go- yeah, spiny bastards. Do you have any idea where their heads are? Because I honestly, like, the, that's, like, really poorly telegraphed. I wonder if these sort of things, maybe it's getting in the way, the way they're just indicated as weak spots. Well, I, I, I'm not... I have killed loads of those, and I, well, I've, I've been playing a lot of Demon's Sports, it's fine. Trying to catch up. But I remember from when they announced that mob, and that that I think the head is actually at the bottom, because the way oh, it yeah. is a humanoid form is that it's the spine is bent backwards and up. They did Ooh. show like a zoomed-in thing of the model. I mean, everyone looking at it would think that the head is the bit at the top, because that's how we visually recognize enemies. But I remember the how pelvis. the way that... Yes, <laughs> the head is actually somewhere at the bottom of the model. I'm not sure. I, mm, I have to look it up though. But I, I remember mm-hmm. that because it's like the spine is bent back up and it's shooting, it's actually shooting technically backwards at you. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what were you wanting to talk about, you know, in regards to this? So, mm. my big question is does every weapon have to be perfectly effective? Right? Does every weapon like that has a niche quirk have to be abs- the absolute? Like, for example, imagine the Zenistar. You throw the disc. I'm saying this as if I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I've not mm. used the Zenistar. You throw the disc on the floor. You know, what if it didn't affect flying units? Right? Are people going to kick off then? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Um. For example. God, um, trying to think of anything else that has weird quirks to it. Okay, I've got a good one. I've been using the Halakar, which disarms enemies, and so it's useless against infested because they don't carry guns. Okay, yeah, exactly. Where, yeah. It's super niche, but it's kind of the fun of it, is the fact that it does something nothing else does, but only in a specific scenario. I think the Zymos specifically is a bad example because it's just a gun that go boom if you shoot them in the head. But there are definitely weapons where it's like if it doesn't work, it's because that's not what it's supposed to do and that's kind of the rules that make sense. So my question here is, is it realistically a big problem that the Zymos is not great at all enemies? Well, isn't that what damage resistance is for and stuff because it does certain types of damage which makes it worse anyways you double up with mechanics not operating against certain enemies intentionally or otherwise then it's sort of like i don't know Loz, what do you think man sorry i'm just trying to find a picture of a bloody juggalus head but i can't get my hands on <laughs> I like the idea. I like the fact that in order to find the head, you've got to do like a deep wiki search. You've got to go through the concept <laughs> no, art. The, 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 yeah, I'm having to because the you've wiki. Gotta, you've got to pull up Keith Thompson the... and ask him personally, "Where's the yeah. head on this damn thing, man?" Where, yeah. The, all the wiki does is they've just got a top of the 
pelvis section. Like, yep, there we go. That's what it is. It's like, no, that's just just an upside down pelvis with a hole in it. It's like that's not important. Uh, in a game I... as fast paced as this, they gotta telegraph that stuff better. Anyways, anyways, mm. what do you think on the weapons? What do you think about? So yes, you were like... saying about the weapon that would only work on uh, mobs that have guns. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like niche weapons that do specific stuff. You said my but... favorite word. <laughs> but yeah, the thing is that should they be universally applicable, right? No, I mean Z I, Zeno I, worded, I, worded a lot better. I don't think they should be. I love the idea of weapons having particular niches, and the one about mobs that this disarms mobs. The mob doesn't have a yeah. weapon. That makes perfect sense to me. I why should ever seeing as the fact that we're tooled up with a minimum. I mean, even at the start of the game, you have three weapons. Later on, you're gonna have four weapons. Then you can have four weapons, uh, a dog or a, a, a turret. Uh, and then four weapons, a dog slash pet, uh, and a kid with zappy powers. And then four, <laughs> four weapons, a dog slash turret slash kid with zappy powers plus a tank. I mean, the fact that some of those weapons having niches is kind of cool. Ah, oh, I need to pull out this weapon, or I pull out this weapon to do a particular thing, disarm the enemy, and then I go back to my other weapon. I, I love that. It, it gives you reasons to use a weapon within the arsenal, the, the basically the arsenal that we bring to every wep every mission now. It's just crazy. I mean, Zandi's especially good at finding these kind of combos where you get that, like, interactions you would never imagine sort of stuff, but mm. I just, I think, like, the idea that power is everything, and if weapons are universally powerful, it's kind of a limiting factor because that's how you get stuff like mandatory mods and yes. everybody using the new core Coover condition overload combo. And it's sort of like that reduces the amount of different things you can do because the ideal is just to kill everything so quickly. And the tricky thing is then the then D. I feel what might happen is that D bases the situations they give us on you having the meta niche the oh, sorry the meta design thing and then it, it even further invalidates any other thing and you, you are just being pigeonholed into using the best thing. Yeah, I mean like best. uh you guys have you have you done much still path? Um I I'm just gonna say yes but not all Yeah I mean I haven't done all of it either but basically when I started I got hard gear checked and realized that the only way I was able to start doing missions is if I pulled out like a strofa build and the new core and, and did that and it was like yeah the steel path is sort of intrinsic motivation you don't get rewarded for it but you just can't unless you have something like that going on and they balanced it around that uh, if feel, you took a halicar you're, you're screwed oh come uh, on I do feel that it, it's not too bad on the steel path. They definitely, it, I definitely think that I think Zeno would agree that when we did it, we did have a reflection on ourselves and go, wow, we can't just do what we normally do of just play with what we like playing with and take it. And then we sat there playing against Bay Heck for, I think, like half an hour without killing him, going, oh, we, we need to go back to the bl bl blueprints here and um, realize how this game works so we can actually play it properly. How do you so play games? How, yeah, how mm, do you play games? Mm. So I do feel it's a bit of that, but I, I don't think it. Steel path inv invalidates things. Oh, much. no, no, no. And you shouldn't really base your balance decisions around that mode anyways. Mm. But it's sort of like, if you do take one of those niche weapons to steel path, and they just can't compete in that field, you're, you're obviously handicapping yourself. But I don't think that's necessarily 
wrong or bad. I think in this case, the value of having something fun or interesting outweighs the value of just getting it done quicker. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, Deal Path, though, does go, oh, if that's what you, well, what you find fun better at least be functional in the game mechanics. Like, you, you can be like, I prefer this gun, but then, and I'm going to stick with it the whole way through Steel Path, but then you're going to have to look at damage types, look at the enemies you're fighting every mission, make up separate builds for different enemies. Because that's what mm. me and Zeno used to do, is we used to probably just use one build. What, what was your gun, Zeno? Mine was an Opticore. What was yours? Yeah. Either the Stradivar Prime or the Tenora. Yeah, and did you just like have one build on it and go, yeah, I'll just take this wherever, don't yeah, really think. Yeah, go and go yeah. shoot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I played like Inaris pretty much exclusively up to MR19 because you didn't have right. to think about it. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah, it was really unfortunate actually because I stopped playing because I'm like, oh, this game's so boring. But no, no, it's just Inaris that's boring. Mm. But I mean, that, that's a question, right? Like, you're, the, the fun niche thing that you do, it also has to be functional. That kind of applies mm. to these unique weapon effects, right? Yeah, yeah. So this, you is, think... this is the ultimate question. Right. Yeah. And then we'll move on to the replies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, do you think specifically for the Zymos, where it is based on headshots, not weak points, should it be changed to accommodate for weak points, or is it that niche gun? Okay. Oh, um, well, I mean, the idea is it's a brain parasite that makes your brain explode. So if they don't have a brain, then it shouldn't explode. Uh, I would like to see it function on weak points, but that it does less damage to a weak point over a head. But then to combine with that, if there are mobs that are not function, the heads are not functional, that needs fixing just as much. Yeah, like I it that'll... needs to be consistent. I think that that'll happen eventually, no matter what. Well, but I do, I do think. <laughs> I guess the thing is, is it directly like with the Zymos? If it directly says this works on heads only versus this works on like weak point hits, because if it's in the like the description of the gun, it, it makes their head explode, and they don't have a head, then yeah, it's fine. Infect your foes with this spore scattering pistol. Headshots burrow in and explode, releasing spore clouds that seek out enemy at nearby enemies. So I yeah, I get those headshots, but well, it's I guess it's the separation between like the actual definition of headshot versus the mechanical definition. Mm -hmm. But that maybe, that's like semantics. Maybe yeah. the solution here is, um, which what you get a mod for your companion that actually highlights where the head is. Ooh, yeah. This you is guys, what you're have you guys used. Have you guys used the Volpa filer yet? Oh. It's it. I would get one of those, but that would be a fun precept, I think, for all companions. Actually, yeah, just silly little things. All right, uh, replies. Yeah, let's replies this, Lars. You can only release the same automatic burst and semi-projectile or hit-scan weapon so many times. At some point, you have you just have to get creative. I'd rather have something like Zymos than yet another Lex or Axtoletto with a different skin and some slightly different stats. Yeah, Fair. yeah. A lot, a lot of variations on that gun. Go shoot in different way, but like Zymos is fun. 
I, I, yeah, I think it's fine to have the the additional cool feature is, is fine. I really like the idea of an infested worm burrowing in. It's more, in my opinion, the it's more of an oversight than anything else if there's just a few oh, mobs yeah. or models that just don't work right. Mm -hmm. And Gungo Pew Pew. Pew Pew Pew. Pew 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 Pew. Right, next one. The headshot mechanics in-game don't apply consistently to enemies that aren't humanoid. Bonus damage does, but the fact that is some enemies have weak points instead of head and some weapon arcanes, etc. don't work because there aren't coded as headshots, even though the weak spots are supposed to be a headshot analog. Hey, hey Loz. Who, who said that? I don't know. Uh, it's just on a, a list from Tobias, but does it sound very familiar to you, does it? Yeah, it kind of sounds like something I said just wow, the other very, day, actually. so uncanny. <laughs> so uncanny, that is. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, wow. I mean, yeah, that's wild, honestly. I don't use Reddit that much, so the fact that you have to pull the one thread I replied to in like a week. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's Tobias who pulls them, I think. So well done, Tobias. No, no, that's, that's that's amazing. Honestly, that means he read through them, saw yours, and went, "That's a very level-headed person. I will take their comments." <laughs> well done, Tobias. Next one. I have never been in a room full of enemies and been like, "Damn, guess I can't use my nail." There is always one type of enemy with an easy-to-hit headshot, and if there isn't, then I use lockdown and make it so they're an easy-to-hit headshot. Charger, charger's heads are, are particularly dragging on the floor. Oh, oh, sorry. Ugh. Charger's heads are practically dragging on the floor. Mowers have a crotch head, so there'll always be an option, even if you don't think there is. Yeah, now, and if there is any model issues where the head is poorly defined or is not being classed as a head, just, just seriously, make a video highlighting it to DE with like 20 examples and just throw it on Twitter at Steve. It'll get fixed. Yeah. Yeah, you make a sensible video highlighting the problem. You know, very clear evidence. Bam, it'll get fixed. How many, how many other replies are there? We, we pick a handful for, from, from the list. It's what to buy. Yeah. There's one more. Okay. Uh, you choose the gun the be that's best for the situation and how you feel like playing. Having niche weapons that cater to different playstyles means there is more than one best weapon depending on what you're doing, slash feeling, slash fighting. Not every mm. weapon has to compete for the best overall or most used. Yes, yes, I agree. Yes, 100%. I mean, that, that particular thread, uh, it devolved into people calling each other mean names, but they do have a point. <laughs> like, you want, you want to kind of have weapons that do different jobs. Like, a lot of the kind of hyper builds that people use, they kind of feed into doing one thing really well. So, all weapons power up a specific thing. But, like, the idea of just having, like, this is my gun for the big enemies, this is my gun for the, this scenario, I like that a lot. And, um, the Zymos is like a very specific utility where you shoot like a random base mob in the head and he kills all his friends by exploding. So you can't use that for every enemy, though. I, I think, if anything, this is the the response that I that like appeals to me the most. It's like, for example, like I never use the Nell. Right, I'm I'm mm. not a fan of the Nell. I never have been. But it doesn't mean that it's not viable for other people. So, you know, I'm not going to pitch a fit because, oh, the nail's not um, good enough for me. Uh, you know, it, it, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I mean, I'm on Xbox, so I can't use the nail because it, things moving too fast. You just can't line that up. 
quickly mm. enough. So like weapons like the Nell that require headshots or the Toxicist or whatever, you can't use those. So I just kind of move on. You know, I'm not losing any sleep over the fact that there's a weapon that I just can't use. Mm. I, d I definitely think like the, the personal preference is a big deal here too. Cause honestly, like the Zymos is a fun idea, but I don't, I don't use it. I don't think it's particularly fun to use. So having things change so that you can use the Zymos all the time on every enemy would probably not be a good game design decision. Yeah. I mean, like as, as we've already previously said, like how many times can you re coat the same gun? I mean, like, this gun fires in um, prime numbers. Like, yeah, because people, people are going to love <laughs> what? that. What? Yeah. Why would, what is that? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Why would you? Why would this even exist? You know. Th th so either they're going to give you the same thing that you've already had, just in a different shade or shape, or yeah. they, they're going to get creative. So, you know, it, it is what it is. And if you're having a particular hard time with one branch of the enemy factions then maybe it's a case of i'm gonna use this for the grenier because they've all got bleeding heads or or even just like i'm bored of the prime numbers i want to try something that's a little more wacky or something and and it's not going to work all the time but it's fun yeah so like as you shoot it starts seeing Fred jacques <laughs> yeah what? hell yeah no, the whole point is to be like weird and quirky shit. Like, you know, if if you don't want something like this, like how extreme do they have to go? Right. Well, mm, as for yeah. singing, they can't do that until they give us the bloody peculiar mods that give us. Look, we've already talk. we've already got claptrap. We can't bring in the annoying talking guns from Borderlands Two. <laughs> right. Should we move on to the next topic? Yes, please. Cool. Topic number two, one that I'm certainly excited for. That didn't change. Why didn't that change? Come on. It's still not changing. Why is it not changing? Come on. Here we go. Oh, I think it's because I clicked on the down window. Right. Um, da -da 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 -da. After seeing the Intrati Max, I realized there were more powerful things in Warframe, sorry, than Warframes in the old war. The mechs are amazing, but ever noticed that the first time they ever used this control other things with an operator other than what controlling other things with an operator other than, than your, your frame. frame uh thing was in the war within you lit so they're talking about the great um the golden great more right yeah the oh, i thought it was the golden more the more <laughs> you literally controlled an underground burrowing creature with your operator Apparently, no, with your OP. That's what now, I said, like, <laughs> with, with your original pose. Yeah. Now you're using transference to control a mech. So Warframe wasn't the only thing they controlled all the time. If I'm uh, not wrong, the Daviri Paradox might have something like this with um, the horses, except riding it with transference. Oh, I was so excited by this topic by the title now you've read it i'm just bored okay 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 can i point how they're wrong now go for go, it go on drew go on man well oh. lost but yeah go well, lost the first yeah, of no, all yeah yeah if you paid any attention to the very paradox you see the fact that the person who's the operator but older 
throws out their hand as if to fire an energy beam at the oncoming enemy and then gets sort of confused that nothing happens, clearly showing that they don't have their cool void powers for some reason, right? Then, if they could transfer it into the horse and <laughs> go into horse form, you'd see them do that. But no, what do you see? You see them use the shotgun, they have to use a gun to, to kill anything, and then they ride the horse. No, I don't think we're going to transference into the bloody horses. That's so... No. God, I thought this topic was going to be so cool because it would explain how pointless Warframes are in the, in the world now. No, no. Well, it's like, might... oh, but I could, I could be a horse. Go play horse simulator. <laughs> well, they might be wrong about the specific like idea of horses, but we do control other things with our, our operator, quote-unquote. So it's definitely a thing where we can just possess certain machines. I think that's awesome. And I mean, obviously, the technical limitations of coding all these different systems of play is a big ask, but I'd love to see more of that. Like, imagine possessing your railjack instead of just jumping in the pilot seat. Like, that's how you end up with possessing a horse, of course, when you just throw things out there. But there's a lot I, of potential. I think, if I'm right, in my memory serves me, Lena might correct me if wrong, I think I remember either. I or someone else ask Steve that after Telecom what that year when they showed Railjack. Like, why mm -hmm. don't we just go into the turret? Like, it, you know, but, and the logic was that they always wanted to maintain the whole the camera behind your Warframe thing. That the, 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 It's one of the key things they have in the game is they want, you know, from start to finish, you're always with your character. You never just go back into a menu. You're just looking at yeah. menus and spreadsheets. They, you always want to be behind the view of your character as if you know, you're seeing your character do all the things, even in the, when operating menus. That's why you've got the diegetic UI. Yes. Is that the ones you know? Yeah. yeah. They always yes, want yes. to maintain that. So that's why you see your character go into a turret. You see the Warframe. When in theory, it would have been really cool and kind of maybe more interesting. Well, I don't know, visually interesting or whatever. If you just you just became the railjack if you just became a turret you know you could just focus on that but they wanted to maintain the the warframe in warframe which there is some sense there i can see i i really don't like how the necromex were introduced right the part of the narrative where they're introduced like this this is pre um second dream Right, so newer players don't even know that they're this kid. Mm. Right, so when you're playing the quest, you um. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. I might have to backtrack myself a little bit. When you're playing the quest, you go into the underground part. You see the underground part for the first time, and you interact with the necrolisk without getting out of your Warframe, right? Mm. But after that point, and this is where I'm going to, you know, correct myself, I'm going to check myself, you can't actually get an, uh, a Necromech until you've done the second dream, because you can't get into that part of the Necrolisk until you've, you know, got your operator to go through the door. Yes. Right? That consistency does bug me a lot. I'm surprised you can access demos at all before doing the second dream. Like, I know it's a new, fun, exciting thing you want new players to do, but the the kind of, like, everything about it seems like it should be post-second dream. It, it should be. I also want to, like, highlight, if people try to say, oh, no, Zeno, you're wrong, you can't access the door unless you've got your kiddo. No, you, you can. 
because I went in there as my kiddo during the quest, and then I thought to myself, huh, I wonder what happens if I summon my Warframe. Yeah, I fucking summon my Warframe, and I was still in the actual subterranean area. You don't have to do it as your operator. Right? You can do it with your Warframe. So, do you have to use the operator to go through the door, at least? No. You just walk right through it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 the, the big thing. So the the consistency with the Necromax, if they are this big, all powerful dreadnought, right? Where are they in the rest of the universe? Uh yeah. Right? If this was nope. a relic of exclusively the Intrati family, that makes a lot more sense. Right? If if it was like the Intrati like owned the patent or whatever, or they were the ones that could fuse the Cephalon mind to a you know organic frame or whatever to actually host it into the Necromech, the Dreadnought, fine. Okay. Hell, you could even very easily with the law say that it requires close proximity to the heart of the void or whatever to do that fusion, yep. and that without a operator to power them away from Demos, there's no way to deploy them on mass outside of Demos, limiting their their actual use in war. But they're perfect for defending Demos. There yeah. you go, job done. That explains why they're only in one place, and that it requires you to go use them elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, unless I... gone. Oh, I was going to say when I first saw them, I thought they were like the i the first idea of like using the void to implant like an intelligence in a machine because they're like obviously built out of bones and golds and just kind of like cobbled together sort of like dressed up but they seem like the the first template before they came up with warframes and using the helmet infestation to make biomechanical machines instead of purely mechanical ones like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was hoping for as well, as if this was the first idea. They're like, okay, we need to create an enemy to fight the sentience. And they're like, right, we've got consciousness and we've got sort of pseudo something you need a shelf to put it in. So they made, and that, you know, I love the whole like cone cob thing in the middle because it looks as like rudiment, a rudimentary sarcophagus to be like, yeah. right, we just shove some, um, some, some uh, intelligence in there, but obviously it, it easily degraded or corrupted. It's like, okay, that's a good first attempt, but it's not. It's not gonna last. Let's go build something else. Oh look, this infested mass seems to be able to maintain itself and makes a much better form. Instead, it's just like, no, these things are better. <laughs> these things are just better. Yeah, it it so it, it really confuses me. Also, one th like um, a minor tangent that I really want to highlight. Um, so Lars, you reminded us of the Daviri paradox teaser, where you see your older operator not being able to use their void powers, right? Mm. Everyone's heard me, I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard me pitch the argument that it doesn't make sense that your Warframe becomes limp because, you know, you're a Tenno, you are filled with void power, right? I've heard people turn to me and say, oh, no, but the kiddos, they're batteries, so they store up charge, but they're unable to keep the Warframe going at full charge. But then again, hold on, but when you touch the, the Warframe in um, the Second Dream, 
right? You, you're able to like keep it going and things like that. But then you've got the Warframe that's completely autonomous at the end of the second dream. And then what you call, you've got the whole this this battery thing is completely debunked because you're in the fucking void and you're telling me you can't retain charge. Mm. You know, like I I really I do not like the heart. The heart feels jank. It feels like this is a MacGuffin. This is like the worst MacGuffin ever. It just it just exists. It is there. Doing what? Please elaborate. Please refine. Please restrict its MacGuffinness. I think I think the heart of Damos, like the the stories, it feels half done. Like we know that there's supposed to be two mechs and um all this stuff like it feels like we're waiting on a second half because they put all this emphasis on the doorway and it being a portal or whatever and then it's just like a door you walk through like the one in cetus it's not a big deal and the heart is the macguffin but you do a quest with it and i think grandmother tries to break it or something to get the family back together yeah i'm so annoyed by that yeah, and it just doesn't mean anything. Like, we're supposed to be defending it, but we see it one whole, what, twice? We, we see it the first time when it breaks, and then we go back and fix it, and that's it. It feels like there's more there. Like, they haven't finished with it yet. Yeah, and, and that, that, that's part of the problem. But again, leading back to this, mm. like, again, I, I dislike the fact that there's this whole thing about the, the Heart of Deimos. It's at the beginning of the new player experience and then you're left wondering what why 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 are we not talking about the heart anymore like why 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 have we left silver pine forest where the forsaken are being attacked by worgen the remnants of dalaran various different human settlements and the scourge and we've gone to turin mill and we're talking about a bloody plague i'm like where where why aren't we reinforcing Silverpine? I don't understand. It's the 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 narr- There is a huge disconnect between adding stuff in later in the game, but slotting it in at the beginning. Mm. I mean, to to another example, the narrative disconnects. We're talking about you were talking earlier about how the Necromex are supposed to be. Well, we don't see them anywhere before now. Mm-hmm. How niche they are. They're described as the first wave in the the old war against the sentients, so they would have been everywhere. Are they? Wait, um, what? Sorry. I... Yeah, yeah. No, Father was talking when he introduces Necromex. He's like, "You kids were the second wave, right? Yeah. The yeah. the Warframes were the that. second wave, which implies the Necromex mm. were the first wave. They were the first solution to fighting the sentients, and the Warframes were not supposed to be the ultimate solution. But more than that." The idea that no, this no, was... it doesn't quite iterate on that. No, the point is more that this was our first attempt, but then we made yeah. you, and we were the one. We're the ones that finished the war. We're the ones that killed sentients on mass, not well known for mm. it. These things apparently are not well known. Now, by the logic of that, it would be you would assume there's a reason why they moved on to make you if they made these things first, but there doesn't seem to be because they're just better. Just give every well, Teno a Necromech. I was thinking they're not really better, or you like. Uh, you just get Octavia and throw throw down a mallet and sit in a corner. It's like if that's mechanically the the power we're seeing doesn't match with the lore implication. It's really inconsistent. Um, for Loz's benefit, basically, you get the Necromech to kill itself. 
Right, but what? What you mean with what? But why? why Octavia's well, ballot. No, no, I'm not. The, I'm thinking. Yeah, but that's the NPC Rick I'm thinking more four players with Warframes versus four players with Necromex. Oh yeah, I mean the power level there is is the huge discrepancy. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's that's gonna get patched soon. I don't think that they realized that you were gonna be doing twenty million damage in like five seconds with these things. Yeah, exactly. But if they don't change it, then the law implication is they are relative. We can only base the strength of these things in the law oh, yeah. based on our relative strength that we see them do. And at the moment, it's like, why did yeah, they there's there's inflested flesh puppets when we have mechanical well, yeah. cool tanks. But more more than that, there's like these huge disparities. Fighting them, they're super weak. Playing them, they're super strong. And somewhere in between, we've got this like lore version of what they're supposed to be. And and, and like Drew was saying before, there's just the implication there. The um, it's just so many inconsistencies here. Not just like mechanically with the Necromex in general, but like content in Deimos with the heart. It's it's supposed to be the big deal. We've got this immediate uh, existential threat, literally to all of reality, and we just leave after a while. Once we're yeah. done, we get yeah. bored. I mean, so what's called people like raise the point, like, um, oh yeah, so the oh he, he, here's an example, right? So mm. maybe the the reason why I think someone may have I may be regurgitating someone else's point. So if so, if someone said this to me and I'm repeating it, know that I took it in. Um, so the big thing is the reason why you get quote unquote weakened by mm. um the the heart being destroyed and the door closing to the void is because your operator is still in the void because you're you know you're still in the reservoir you're still in the moon which is still in the void right and right. um thus you, you you know you become this weakened Warframe, you, you you know your Wi-Fi has been turned off, kind of thing. Are you are you saying thematically this in the timeline happens before War Within, and that's why? Oh, yeah, this definitely this definitely happens before War Within, right? Which is my biggest issue with this because if this happens before War Within, no, sorry, it happens before Second Dream. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I said earlier. Right. Yeah, because so as I said, you're... you don't need your operator to get but... the, to finish the quest. But the whole point so, of the second dream is like, ah, you never knew what you were, but this is what you are, really. Oh, wow, I never knew I was actually somewhere else. I thought I was me. But instead, you know, and you felt your Warframe was you. But this is like, no, get out your Warframe, get in this thing. It's like... No, but you don't get out. I, so, so, you don't, so, put, you don't I, put your Warframe in the Necromech. No, but you just touched the thing. But you can no, but, do but that I mean, as I, your I Warframe. You don't yeah, know, have to do that as your operator. Yeah, but I, Drew, were you saying that basically that the, the part where you're weakened, you're assuming the perspective of the Warframe sans operator trying to make its way back. Like, it's self-piloting trying to get out. Because if the operator, the Wi-Fi's being cut off and the connection's severed not, there... And no, not, still not, in no the... he's, not, he's not implying that it's cut off. He's assuming they're getting terrible packet loss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's, that, Loz, give yourself a pat on the back. Um, can, I, can I have a point? Yeah, you can have a point for that. Yes, I love I love that though. Yeah, I think that's but clever. It, that that's that's what's been said to me, but it, it it just feels like when when this happened, when when you got like when when the the door closed and everything, yeah, you should not have been able like as a regular player, you should not have been able 
to as a veteran you should not have been able to get out of your warframe it should have forced you in the same perspective as every other player where you are um just your warframe so everyone goes through the door by themselves everyone walks down to the thing and interacts with snake as the new players would and then maybe there's a line from father or mother or grandmother which basically says you'll be able to access that um area again once you've matured or something like that um and you know maybe once again you've woken up yeah yes once you've woken up good job good job yes um and but like it, it just feels really inconsistent with the fact that we have these super tanky uh, mechs that just don't exist anywhere else in the universe and it just doesn't yeah i make mean that's why we in the was it the the new war we had that animation where we saw warframes fighting sentience to defend the reservoir and all that the old war imagine seeing yeah yeah, like imagine seeing some like necromechs in there as well, just blasting. Like that would be so cool, even yep. if it's just seeing that. Yeah. But these these are definitely being retconned in, and then apparently given like a pretty big role in the old war. So yeah. I I would be fine, right? If we if they retconned that um, cinematic, if they actually put the necromechs in, I would be fine. If they put the corpses of Necromex just uh, you know on the odd planet, right? Um, I would be fine with the reason why the Necromex were abandoned was because sentience could you know confuse them. They could take over them. They could you know just break them. They they adapted too much to the Necromex and just obliterated them, right? But they, they couldn't adapt as easily to Tenno fueled warframes. No, but, I think a much simpler and easy solution, which all they need to do is they could say it with one line, is that necromechs are expensive to build. Growing warframes isn't is pretty cheap. Because it, it would also really make sense about yeah. how in fact we've got all these different warframes and you, know, you can just basically it's like we could grow them like weeds with infested flesh. So you just need a line like yes, that. Whereas, again, that would work perfectly fine because you could say you couldn't build the Necromex fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'd be fine for yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, There's the so sentience are self-replicating. So they would just outnumber them so quickly. So yeah, yeah, it would be like started, tried it, didn't work, moved on. Yeah. Yeah, and also, I mean, it could be like just saying it was a war of attrition. Is we could build them, but the time it took to fix them, repair them, build another one, put things back together, we needed something that could repair itself in the field. Oh, yeah. look, infested flesh does a good job of that, you know. Yeah. But, but it just it just needs a line. It just needed just one branching comment somewhere. Yeah, you know, it just or yeah, and again, like it would be nice to see remnants of necromex, like in. Uh, I don't know. I'm not more, necessarily... more, hey, more than just remnants. I would love to see, let's say, on some planets that there's sort of like you could, uh, when you're doing, when you're doing a special excavation mode when you're digging and that you dig up things mm. and that some things mm. you can dig up a necromax which gets up and you have a necromax fight just randomly yeah you know it's a percentage chance you have that it's a percentage chance that you dig up a sentience it's a percentage chance you dig up a bomb it's a percentage chance you dig up a loot box you know 
Well, I, I would like fun. it if at the archaeology sites in Plains of Eidolon, they just littered the... Not, not sorry, no. Littered is way too strong. Like, they had small peppered. parts. They, oh, hmm. again, peppered is still too strong. I'm talking like, you know, you know a, a particle in the vacuum of space, kind of. This is how sparingly they fucking put them in. Homeopathically <laughs> combined them onto the Plains of Eidolon. Mm. I'm just gonna have to nod and agree because I have no idea what the fuck that means. <laughs> Homeopathy is basically where you combine things with water, and the idea is that the, the water gains the memory of the thing you put in it, and then you dilute it a bajillion, bajillion times. So, like, like if then, you got yes. in a car crash, get a little bit of a Ford Mondeo, and then <laughs> dilute it a billion, billion times, and thus the water takes all the problems of Ford Mondeo, and we heal you. Yeah, big thing as well. It's, it's got to be the uh, the thing that caused it in the first place. So yeah, yes. poisoned. You take poison at like one to one thousand ratio. Yeah, so <laughs> like you know, at these archaeology sites, you could put like mm. here here's the leg of a necromach, or here's the knee of a necromach. You know, you could go to places like um, oh Christ, uh, Phobos, where they they occasionally have no, not Phobos, Mars, where they occasionally mm. have water, and you could put a necromach under the water. You know, just just sort of like lying there, kind of thing, or a part of a necromech lying there. So, it, it, just peppering the tiles with that kind of stuff, um, all the tiles, I think, would go so goddamn far with solidifying their role in the law of Warframe. Because right now, it's like, I know the band aid is like coming off. Can can you can you please put it on properly? Mm. They definitely need to do a Passover for consistency in the scripts. I mean, they've got a new lead writer, well, new-ish, uh, and he's definitely adding a lot of interesting ideas, but he needs to go back over a lot of stuff, I think. Uh, Are you talking about Cam? Cam Rogers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, been, he's been there for a long time. He's been there with... Um... He came with the Chains of Harrow quest just after that. Uh, no, he was before then, because he... Um, really? I'm pretty sure he wrote the Chains of Harrow quest. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I don't know. I mean, I was trying to research because I was very interested to see how the writing was handled, like if it was a single or team-led enterprise. Uh, enterprise, but, yeah. but I do think they need to go and do like a consistency pass on all of this because there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Where it would be as easy as adding lines um, that acknowledge sort of new developments and stuff. Actually, actually, one thing I, I don't often do this i would love mm. to know how difficult is it to add a line to patch up the plot hole right because Ooh, we we always yeah. say we always say oh it's just as easy as adding a line here or there right but yeah my question is like we, we boast big claims how easy is it actually like uh from a mechanical standpoint? No, no, from a developer standpoint. Yeah, like, I, I guess, is it, I meant more like, is it like hard to code in? How hard is it to code in? Or is it more like getting recorded and written sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, what? so it's, it's... What are you so... talking about? All you do is you put items on the bloody plains of Demos of, oh, look, a broken mm -hmm. necromech that I can scan. You scan it, a wad of text comes out about the production of necromech's job done, move on with their lives, and everyone feels better for it. So codex, Just like, I mean, got the whole... Yeah, codex is just like they did okay. with the fish, you know. Yeah. I'd... Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, guess, it, it, I guess the uh, thing is, that's one point. Out, if these things already exist, <laughs> I, I will hold up my hand of being, oh yeah, I'm yeah. behind and slow. If these things already exist, but I doubt they do. 
Cool. Um, yeah. Yep. We've spent a, a, a lot of time on that. Way too long. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I, to be honest, this is the topic that I wanted to spend the time on. Yeah, um, rather than the actual one, which was like, what was it? What was the actual thing? Can I ride? A, can I be a horse, please? I want to be a horse. Um, I would love that. Anyways. Oh, God. So, so we okay. actually answered the topic that it should have been. Um, yes. Yeah. So let's, yeah, can I find out that there yeah. was an N64 game where it was like a space station and you were a robot, but your body got damaged. You became a chip and you could jump into other robots. And, you could be, and it was like, you could be a sheep, you could be a bee, you could be a rat. And that, that's like, is that what, what people f- want? A Warframe game heck? where you can you can hop into different animals and things. <laughs> we get the new war, but it's like that. Like You have to me, pilot that. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm down for like the very paradox where you actually have uh, rideable mounts, right? I'm, I'm totally down for that. I'm, mm. I'm also happy with how they did the velocipeds, velocipods. I can't remember which one it is. The ooh, because Go on. they only exist on Deimos. Oh, by the way, I was actually well. I'll interrupt you now. They just added it as skins for K drives, so you can have them anywhere. But it's a skin. That yeah, yeah. They've just announced you can have each of the three colors as skins for but your K drive. It's 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 not actual K drives. It's, it's, a, it's, it's no, no. My point is, it's not a new vehicle that I now have to go fucking um, level up. Oh well, yeah, you don't have to level it up at least. Okay, good. Although that would be interesting. No, it wouldn't. But it is a skin, so it's everywhere now. It's <laughs> so <sighs> I'm definitely getting that, just so I can like psychically harass you via grinding across, you know, the plains of Ilon or whatever on a fucking bug. Are we allowed to swear? Yes, yeah, yeah we're British. It's <laughs> it's every other word for us. It's like okay. butter on toast. Perfect. So you're, 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 you're allowed to swear. So the game I found it was called it was called Space Station Silicon Valley or Evo Space Adventure. <laughs> I can't it's a really cool game. It's, it's so hard to tell what you're doing because of your poker face. <laughs> and like, oh, you were looking that up. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's amazing. Should we move to the replies? It's a British game. Way. Oh, okay. Oh, we haven't even done the replies. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's okay. move to the replies. Right. This is going to talk how they want to be bloody horses. Right. Here we go. Oricans had the transference before the Tenno, but they used it mostly for transferring themselves from one body to another. The difference with mm-hmm. Tenno is they can do transference at will, at range, and we go back to our current body whenever we want. Considering how Lloyd says the mechs were stupid like a rock, they probably transferred someone into the machine. Or fuse someone with it, you know, the skull and all. But it was early tech. They weren't people at all, just some consciousness with some commands. No, we, we know that they were cephalons. Yeah. So or the or the same thing as a cephalon. Also, yeah. also, does do do they actually call the transferring of body to body, like mind is like to like the permanence, do they actually call that transference? Because they I, had yeah. a different word in war within. Yeah, the um, the Uvan um, or Uvan or the Uvan. Like no, I think Uvan referred to the actual body you would get. There was a word that the queen would use though. Um, oh god! Like her regeneration, not regeneration. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I thought my... I thought it was like you know I want I think my. Uvan, was it? I, th- I I thought. I mean that that was the implication to me. I mean, like, unless you actually have a fucking dictionary, it's so hard to understand what these fucking words are. But oh, you can turn yeah. the uh, yeah, you can turn the which call it on the subtitles. 
Yeah, but I, I'm pretty uh, sure she says like, you know, I want my body, I want my um Yuvan. I like my my thought was the whole regeneration process, the whole transference, I want my transference, I want my coming of age kind of thing. That is was maybe the body like the term they use for the bodies that they would buy at those like markets or whether was that. Mm. Potentially. Like they would reduce them to like a possession. They're not even people. They call them like a thing. Like this is my new iPod. This is my new Uvam or whatever. Yeah, potentially. I want my my iPod sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I want my origin, uh, uh, it revealed the Queen's plan to enact an Orokin ritual known as the continuity. Right. Oh, continuity. There we go. Good job, Lars. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I think Uvan is the word that would be. Your new body after your continuity would be the term. Right. Okay. I assume it never really gets described, but she keeps saying it as if that that's the closest idea. No, she only says it from. once. She yeah. only says you found once. Twice. I think it's said twice. Does she? Yeah, I think it's another time because then it's referred at you. That's how it's like, oh, yeah. I, I swear there's only two. But... I can't imagine it's a major plot beat if only one character says it two times. No, exactly. I mean, yeah. So no. what, what was the rest of the reply? Uh, no, they, they, okay. well, basically, they were saying like how Necromex are dumb as rocks and things like that. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. Uh, my point was, but they're Cephalons. Like they, they've already said that they were Cephalons in physical form. But my yeah. question was, did the Orican actually call it transference, or do they have a special? And it's the continuity that was. Um... Mm. Right. Should we move on to the second one, Oz? Yeah. yeah. Operators never truly awaken their abilities until the War Within when you go on a Teshin fueled training montage. It's a bit of a plot hole, but until Lotus wakes us up in the second dream, Tenno literally believed that they were the Warframe and it had gone long enough for the Tenno to develop multiple subcultures and clans. All the Orokin knew was that the Tenno could control Warframes and Warframes was one of the few things left that were effective against sentience. It never explained what happened to the Tenno when the Warframe itself died without the Tenno being self-aware. I want to. I want to raise a, a point. I just mm. it. It's not Teshin fuel training montage. People do actually realize it was Inception, right? It was. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like the whole training montage, so to speak. It. It was Inception because you did it during the span of you fell over and you woke up. Right, because Audis kicks you out of the Lisette. He he. You know, he abandons you, and you just I woke up. And, hold on, what was Teshin actually talking to me? Oh, was I dreaming Teshin as well as Margulis? You know, was it all in my head? You know, so yeah. As far as I also understand it, our powers still haven't fully awoken. Hmm. I yeah. I mean it. I guess that remains to be seen on if they ever decide to add more to the system. It may be that they'll just retcon in that, no, this is it. But more, more to the point, I think that reply, they kind of also miss out on the fact that... What was my point? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I'm looking at the, the poker face that is Lars. He's clearly looking stuff up. Trying to look up the script from War Within about Yvan, but I can't spell Yvan or remember how it is or find it in the script. I think it has I, I, I mean, that's a good question. What happens to the operator when the Warframe dies before you realize that you're not the Warframe? But I mean, before that point, 
it was simply like we didn't actually die. It's just a mechanical respawn token system. So, so it probably doesn't have much of a lore explanation because it's non-diagenic. Does it wipe your? Uh, does it wipe the mind every time? It's hard to say, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's go on to the next reply. Sure. I mean, we take down three of those more powerful mechs at once with a single warframe, assuming you play ISO Vault solo. I don't know that I'd give them too much credit. Theoretically, though, yes, anything with transference controls would be open to us. Sacrifice established that warframes needed Tenno because of empathy with the progenitor embedded in the frame. But Orokin had transference tech outside of that use, and even as frames went, Ballas was able to briefly control Umbra. Umbra. Mm. Uh, progenitor? Is that the right... No. Oh, yeah, well, the, the people well, that they used to make the Warframes originally. Yeah. Okay. Um, and even as frames went, Ballas was able to briefly... I, like, I, I argue against Ballas was able to briefly control Umbra. I think there's a difference no, between didn't. the Asimov um, three rules of robotics compared to I'm using you like a marionette! Yes, yeah, I felt it was that. It was like a restrictive programming. Well, that's why the Tenno had to help stab Ballas, help Umbra stab Ballas. Yeah, it's oh, also right. the same was... uh, reason why Umbra went, right, now you go kill your son. It, it's like... Well, that was the virus, the helmet virus. When it became infested, he went like berserk. Didn't Ballas tell Ballas him to basically do it? just like... Sorry? Didn't Ballas tell him to do it? Yeah, he infest infected him, and that whole sequence in the bed is you slowly becoming infected. And he just like says, "All right, I'm gonna leave you, you and your son in this room, and step outside and lock the door. And when I come back in, he better be a bloody mess." Sort of thing. <gasps> he didn't really control you. Actually, but... here's here's a point. Um, so remember the whole reason why Tashin betrays you is because yeah. the queen queen's got a stick. Queen's got the stick, <laughs> right? They got the magic yeah. stick. I'm pretty sure. That the war, like the Orokin went, yep, we realized what we did wrong here, right? We base it on a stick we weren't holding. So this time, <laughs> this time, skin color. Yeah, everyone got the skin color? Good. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Last reply it's more likely that these are recently discovered, so recent discoveries than old reused ones. Why bother making Warframes if they knew kiddos could control these necromechs? Why not slap a transference bolt on something as big as a city and go, <laughs> go full on Neon Genesis Evangelion for real and not these fun-sized, in comparison, tin suits filled with living McDonald's McNuggets pink goo? <laughs> yeah, that's the point, isn't it? it it's like, I love well, this. I, this, this Loz, yeah. Loz got it earlier when he said that it's, you can't build them fast enough sort of thing. Potentially, yeah. You can't walk. Because the thing is, the, the, well, the sentience can control robotics in the same way. Like, they can adapt to anything. They can take any technology and use it in themselves. So if you've got something that you build, like a necromech, and they can adapt to that and take it and use it for themselves, then you're going to be building them ammunition. Th that is actually a point, because, I mean, if the uh, sentience are able to um, corrupt ballas, you know, an Orokin into a sentient, um, then what stops them from doing that with 
other things like the Necromex. Like again, they could have adapted the the Necromex. They could have taken them over, so on and so forth. You know, like... well, one would assume that in some way the, the Necromex development or building is linked well, to use... the void because they the, use uh, we... void energy. They do. Yeah. They have like a nullification field and their yeah, grenades yeah. are void and all yeah. that. But it's more like they're probably just bloody expensive to make. I assume that must be the thing and hard and take time to repair. Yeah, they couldn't mass. Yeah, them. but it would just it just be nice to like to be explained. Yeah, because it it normally it doesn't need to be explained, but the fact that it's like yeah, but these things are better than Warframes, <laughs> or can be better. Actually, actually, one just to highlight, I would love it if you were to try and fight a sentient with a necromech, and the sentient just really kicks your ass. I'm like, oh, I have to get back in my warframe now. Well, you probably do have to get out to reset its uh, adaptation anyway. So you adaptation. just had the necromech. You know how they adapt to the damage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. Yes. Yeah, you would have to like get out into your child form to hit him with some void damage anyway. So. Assuming that you apply Necromech to like massive sentient war machines, <laughs> sans children to use their void magic on them, then yeah, they would probably just start hitting walls once the sentient's adapted. Cool. Right. I think that's cool. it for yeah. this yeah. topic. So, oh God, I, here I am getting ready to do the memes, and I just realized we've got like the graphs and everything to do. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. See? See? I know how to do my show. <laughs> you know, I wish I could raise my shoulders or just bring my hands up in sort of a confused or disgusted state, but yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, you so... kind of always look confused with the, the avatar. Yeah, Lars. Poker face. <laughs> Captain Poker face. See, that means he's got a full flush. Full flush. It's, it's a brand new move. It's exclusive to, um, to, to Excalibur Prime. Full flush. He does look very sad. Now, now, uh, now he's got a royal straight. Yep, 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 yep. Now he's got two pair. Now he's thinking, "Fuck off, Drew." Right, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not fast enough to do like quick motions. I was like, "Yeah, I can do that. okay, let's try right. that." Okay, what's so this mean? There we go. What's this mean? <laughs> you need a poop. <laughs> as i said fuck off Drew. <laughs> right moving on mm. we're moving on to the graphs so, you gonna take the time yeah good man right so graph number one. Oh, i have to bring it up for myself because i can't actually look at the thing wrong part doing topic three I think he, I think, what? Mm -hmm. you, you're putting it in topic three. Oh, you mean the time? Yeah. Don't, don't just say random things. That means nothing, by the way. Do we have a third topic? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> then where is it say topic? Oh. No, no, just saying. Moving oh, on. Moving it's in on. topic three. It's like if I went. No, you're putting it in topic three. Right. Drew, it's in the, tr it's in the, to it's in the, it's in the, it's in the tool shed. Drew's in the tool shed. Okay, cool. Right, so first... Drew, 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 it's in the tool shed. So moving on to the first graph, and yet again, more people have voted while <laughs> recording this. <laughs> right, so our first graph from last week 
do you have problems with energy leech slash parasitic Xmas units? 42% said yes, while 58% said no. Where do you fall in this, Pain? Oh, no, not really. I mean, the infests are bloody annoying, but that's part of the challenge, really. Um, but otherwise, no, it's like... If you have to use an ability to kill a powerful enemy, you're spending energy. In this case, it's just an enemy that takes your energy before you kill it. Loz? It depends. If I'm not paying attention, and then they just eat all my energy, I do get annoyed, and yeah, I guess that's a problem. I'd go, yeah. Okay. Moving on to the second graph. Uh, should there be more energy affecting Xmas units? So do you remember when I came up with uh, a different one? <laughs> yep. So 21% said that they don't care. 27% said yes. And 52% said no. Interesting that 52% said no when 58% said that they had no problem with Energy leech slash parasite. People had problem with your idea. <laughs> you, My you idea was coming up. Very trolly ideas. <laughs> they were definitely like, fun. oh my god. My idea I, would be so I, I was trying to be supportive, but I did really feel it was a bit much last week. I was like, okay. Just, well, I, the thing is, they've been recently uh, implementing a lot of stuff that disables your abilities, makes your abilities irrelevant. Stuff that basically is like, in this cool superhero space ninja game, you just have to pretend to be a regular dude with a gun. And so more enemies that do that probably isn't going to make the game feel better. When, when, what other new stuff have they done that? Well, the Necromechs can, like, they don't get affected by abilities. They can disable your abilities when they're next to you sort of stuff. And also bosses are immune to, like, certain abilities. But it's more just like... The whole point is that we're not just a dude with a gun, we're a dude with a gun and superpowers. And enemies that stop us from using our superpowers make the game feel boring. Weirdly enough, it's the superpowers that have most of the issue with the newer more frames. Mm, mm. So, let's move on to uh, the... So I'm assuming the pair of you are both know on that one. Yeah. Traitors. Yeah. Right. The, uh, sorry. I think there could be something because I like having variety within a niche or thing. But I personally, your idea was a bit much for me. But I was like, okay, yeah, Zeno, that's fine. Let's move on. I thought about it and I'm like, oh god, that was so evil. It was so evil. It's fine. Right. Should arc now this? Uh, oh no, 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 I thought that was different. Right. Should arc guns lose their cooldown? Right. Fifteen percent of people said no. Eighteen percent said that they didn't care and. 67 said yes. Woo. Yeah, they really need to lose the, their cooldown massively. They already have a unique ammo type that's super rare. Just make that rarer and kill the cooldown. Just give me an or just give me a uh, that's, that's mutation mod. Job done. Yeah. I'm happy to do it through mods. Just give me a mod because because the if you change the gun out when you've got more ammo, the cooldown is lessened. So just give me a mutation mod so I can just get more ammo on the fly. Job done. I'll happily take the yep. hit on the DPS for losing a mod slot for it. Oh. Yeah, it's just like when you want to use an arc gun in a mission, you're like, oh, five minutes time, I'll be able to pull that out. Yep. Yeah. The fourth question. 
so this the, the whole point of this was um arc guns or primary and secondary versus having all four weapons on a wheel right 31% said all four weapons on a wheel and 69% said one or the other genuinely mm. i was surprised by this and a happy surprise but i think it would make the the break gauge stuff a lot harder where where do you land on this pain uh as a console player we already don't have enough buttons so mm. assigning more functions to single buttons and stuff is a little risky where no no accidentally... no it's it the whole idea was that it would so Either you yeah, go you... in with just the arc gun and your melee weapon, or primary and secondary with your melee Ooh. weapon, or when you hold to swap to your uh, melee weapon, instead of swapping to your melee weapon, it brings up a weapon wheel, and you can choose which one you want. Just, just for my understanding, on the PlayStation, is it PlayStation you play on? Xbox. Uh, Xbox. Yeah. Xbox. How do you use Warframe powers on the Xbox controller? Uh, you hold down a button and then you use the like the right A B C X button sort of thing. Right. And they're each just one two three four basically. Right. Is that? I mean, the way I would code it on the. I was thinking about this for, for the. Uh, uh, that is you. T what you? I assume you've got a button now for swap weapon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what it would be? It's all very, very efficient. Yeah. You well, hold we that hold that down to pull out our melee weapon. Yeah. Yes, but, but, um, but you wouldn't need to use that anymore because the melee weapon would be one of the four options. Well, it? okay, here's a good analog. When you open the gear wheel in the middle of combat, how quickly can you navigate that? Really quickly? Yeah. See, I, I, I have to, like, take a moment and pause. Like, that's, that's a big thing for me, is, like, in the middle of combat, cycling down to whatever I need to grab in the middle of, like, a gunfight. If mm. you do that all the time for swapping weapons and you're not exactly no, precise so, with it so tapping would still swap between primary and secondary right so tap i think would, yeah that would work tap would always be primary secondary but holding mm -hmm. would give you access to all four weapons so you could go um melee you, you'd within two pushes you'd hold and then i i don't know which you, you'd either you sum up down left right or whatever to pick. I was you thinking hold tap one button or even L buttons or whatever. Just hold tap another button. You get your arc gun out. Hold tap another button. You go straight to melee. It is it yeah. What what is the hold button to swap to uh, melee? Melee. It's the the change weapons button. It so that would swap. Yeah. Uh, wh wh which what which button on the controller is it? Is it a shoulder? Oh why why? Right. So so basically so for me one. you would hold Y. And then mm. you would you you'd have to use the movement um, joystick to do it, or uh, the direction. Well, no, because your 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 left thumb is already on. Yeah, so either the D pad or the left joystick to quickly change. Yeah, you would you would use the the right stick is what they use for the other stuff, which I I like because you can still move while you're doing that. I think it could work. I like the idea that you still have your quick melee, you still have your swap weapons yeah. quickly. Yeah. And then if you want to pull out your melee weapon properly or you want to pull out your arc gun properly, you pull up the wheel. I think yeah. that works. Yeah. So my it's question... It's just a little awkward. It, on, yeah. But I mean, there's so many damn things to do, isn't there? So, uh, yeah. so now that we have fully elaborated on how the integration would work on both PC and console, mm -hmm. which would you go for? Uh, exclusively... I like your system. So you would go for all four? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. 
I'd, I'd, I'd like the, I, thematically, I like the idea of only bringing an arc gun, um, but I also don't like the idea of running out of ammo for an arc gun and having to just run around the map with just my melee weapon, hoping that a random enemy that drops arc gun ammo shows up. I, I've got to be honest, like, for me personally, I would make it that either the arc gun would use primary and secondary ammo, or... Mm. I would make it that primary and secondary ammo can't drop and arc gun ammo does drop. That's a, that's pretty good. Um, it would, yeah. Because again, I I like I don't like how it works. But if if we use the all four option, then I'd probably do the whole mutator thing that Loz has proposed, like the the, the modern thing. Probably have mm. that anyway. But right, yep. Loz, as we have elaborated, as you have a, had a week to mull on it and stab me in the back with my energy affecting Xmas. Um <laughs> so which which of these two options are you, are you gonna I'm, I'm not fussed really. I actually I would be fine with either, to yeah. be honest. But I, I would prefer the original one, yeah, I guess fine. I like, but if it meant I could have all four, my, my issue is the cooldown if I'm having all four. I wouldn't mind all four. I just feel it's a bit much. No, no, no. But... The cool the cooldown, everyone unanimously agree. Well, yeah, I, I say know, unanimously. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the majority of people say no. If I'm to one thing, it's the, yeah, the cooldown I want. I don't mind having all four. I, I, I think it just feels better if you are sacrificing something to gain yes. it and it be, they can balance against it, but I don't think at this point they can take that away from people, so I'd yeah. go with all four with no cooldown. Cool. If they, if they were all as strong as the Mausoleum, absolutely, it should be either or. But <laughs> most of them oh, aren't as strong as the Mausoleum. If you had to bring like the just the dual Decurion, you would be screwed. That wouldn't oh. be a sacrifice. Yeah. Here's some cool giant pistols for you to dual wield. They're absolutely awful. But they're cool giant pistols. Oh my god, aren't you so amazed? No, they're, <laughs> they're absolutely awful. They've always been awful. Just oh god, just just somebody designed those. Hey. Somebody spent time building these cool guns only for whoever put the stats to go, yeah, they're rubbish because I decided I needed a rubbish gun. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move away from this. Yeah, right. Number number five. So card number five. Uh, break gauge um, for... And I put like mini in parentheses for bosses. Right? 3% hmm. said no. 19% said that they didn't care. 25% said that they didn't understand. I felt it was important to have that distinction. And 53% said yes. And I did uh, follow through. I did actually put a link to the Playframe um, Let's Play series of Sekiro. I'm still watching it. I fucking love it. But it, that, yeah. So, Loz, do you want to... Do we, we want to go over this at all? Or do we want to just... No. Payne, do you, do you get what we mean by break gauge? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a really good example of this already in Warframe. It's the new Jackal boss fight. And oh. it sucks. You know how you have to stab it with your parazon to go oh, the next no, but, stage? But no, 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 no. That's not a break gauge at no, all. No, because, no. because you have to do that to fight the mob, right? That's, mm. That is how you kill the mob. That wouldn't, that's not how a break gauge would function. A break, with a break gauge, you could just shoot the mob continuously and not, not to the oh, point yeah, of yeah. having like 1% damage. Is that It is feasible to kill the boss by just fighting it normally. It, oh, you, I, okay. you, it's it's sort of right. I think I know you're right. You, you are kind of. It is kind of on the thing is that you put it into a break state, but the fight is based around you doing that. A break gauge should yeah, okay. should mean it's you don't. Not, it's have not to. mandatory. Yeah. I guess I fall into the category of I don't get it. Then um, I think it works. I think it's a good idea actually. Maybe, maybe one thing we could do, Lars, is look to expand upon it as a topic. 
if you want to. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you an example of to explain how you could use it in a cool way. Is let's say to break, use the brake gauge, there was something in the room of the jackal that you used to electrocute the jackal, so you could do the parazon thing. But what mm. that does is it. I don't know. I'm not. I know there's not actually loot on the boss. But if it by doing that you reduce the loot on the boss, so you could use a consumable to put the breakdown break gauge down that puts the boss in a weakened state if you do additional damage, but you affect the loot at the end. That's how a break gauge system could work. Yeah. Or I guess uh, you go on. You got to deal with latency as well because you know security isn't a multiplayer game. If you've got something timing based. Oh, it, in I a think game, I, I didn't want to say, but security is it's fine for the mechanic, but the I think it's secure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would give you an example of a turn-based fight, uh, like an RPG. There'll be, mm. I, I could, uh, there's, a, I can give you, an, I'll probably find a picture and give an example where it's like the health gauge and then a gauge below it called the break gauge. And if you delete the get gauge, you just do additional damage to the boss, and the boss won't yep. use X abilities per turn. You know, it, it's, it's, yeah. Secure is a Sekiro. very specific. Sorry, Sekiro. Yeah, it's very that's timing-based, and that bit wouldn't. It's very niche, is what I mean. You know. Yeah. I mentioned they'd want to use the Parazon to involve it. That's immediately yeah. what I thought of when you brought it up in Securo Analog. Um, I'm gonna have to I see the Securo Analog because I'm not sure if it is actually what what it's supposed to be. I'll have to I'll have to go watch. That. I, I I know it is. Um, which got the you know the guy basically is talking about it being a break gauge and he explains it and everything. Right. It, it ah, is okay. because. Oh. Yeah, I'll go over it with Loz later. Anyway, this this would be worth doing a full topic on. Anyways. Cool. And then, um, so so where we were all yes on this, yes, yes, cool, um, right. And then our sixth card, which I have to manually do, um, do you use set mods? Zero percent said no. Zero percent said I don't have any set mods. Zero percent said a full set. Thirty, sorry, twenty-five percent said the odd one, and seventy. Did I say seventy? Eight. Wait, what? How does you? How do you have twenty-five and seventy-eight? I, I apparently we have an extra three percent here somewhere. Seventy-eight percent said uh, partial sets. So the idea is that it was more than one, but less than a full set. So yeah. Oh yeah. The well, full sets are too hard to use. Um, but I'd like to. Um, where are you? Are you partial or just the odd one? Well, everybody uses like hunter munitions and stuff, so everybody uses the odd one. But I, I go out of my way to use them because I like the idea of it. It says that some are really hard to find room for. Which one's hunter munitions? Uh, it's the one on assault rifles that gives uh, bleed procs on crits at 30% regardless of stase chance. So it's like really, really good at getting slash procs on enemies. Hmm. Basically, it's just like... Learn how to mod. If, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks because everybody uses it on crit weapons and it's almost mandatory, but it's very good, so everyone kind of uses it. But yeah. it, it's it's kind of like the exception to the rule because most set mod bonuses aren't great, except the gladiator and vigilante ones, which just give you more damage. I love that um, the hunter munitions one was clearly not supposed to be that big a deal, and it was all supposed to be about the pet because the set yeah. bonuses gives the pet damage if they've got a slash proc on them, I think. And that was clearly supposed to be the goal. In the end, though, the one mod just was like, oh, but this is just so good. It's just, oh. Yeah, I like the idea of it, but pets don't do much damage. Like, yeah. having to change how you mod your Warframe and your guns to make your pet do slightly more damage? Nah. Well, Hunter Adrenaline. 
Yeah. Do you know one's... what they what they should do on hunting munitions is swap the hunting munitions basic thing with the set bonus, like yeah. the basic yeah. mod, and that you have to use the full set to get that buff because that buff. I mean, is you'd so have good. to think about it a bit, but that is that is actually a good way of thinking about it, maybe. Um, I like I, the new ones, the Saxum set that gives you, it's sort of like the Jet Katag's, um, augment where you do a percentage of the enemy's health to lifted enemies. It sounds really cool and fun, but in order to do that, I've got to have a mod on my Warframe, a mod on my pistol and a mod on my melee weapon just to make my melee weapon do something in a very specific scenario. So I like the idea of set mods. It's just that they cost a lot for what they give. Cool. Let's move on. Cool. Supporter yeah. questions. By the way, there is one set I think people overlooked, and that is the Umbral set, and that one I think doesn't count because everyone just... Yeah, it just oh, yeah, stuff, okay. So. Yeah. As far as that didn't come up. Yep. Right. Wait, supporter questions. You want the time down? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, uh, yes, I can. Thank you. Uh, can I find the right thing to click on? Yes, I can. Is it going to load? Yeah. not why is it not? I'm, I'm trying to click it, and it, the screen goes black as if to make it big, and then I don't see anything. Click on original link. No, it, oh, now it's finally popped up. Yeah, you need to, it needs to pop up before you can do that. Right, it's here. It's finally here. I can look at it. Cool. Right, okay, here we go. Corgelion at Meme Fuel let loose those questions of you. No, that's just me saying, like, to ask the question. I do. Re all I do is oh read the teleprompter. Well, you didn't read the last one. I said. <laughs> Damn it! Didn't realize that, did I? Tatsu, where did farts go? In your face. Demos. <laughs> Demos is a wet fart. Do Dovaro. <laughs> How many people do you reckon buy the t-shirts? I would love to buy a hat personally. If you e if you ever get around to it, my mom is playing Warframe and getting sucked into it via the Switch. What's one piece of advice you can give her as she's starting out? Well, are we not going to ask answer the first question first? What? Where do farts go? No, I thought like how many people <laughs> buy the t-shirts. Well, I read out the whole thing. It's up to you to answer how you want. Okay. Um, very few people buy the t-shirts, understandably so. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll look into hats. I do want a hat. I mean, I'm wearing a Games Grump, uh, Game Grumps hat right now, and it's like all stitched and everything. It's amazing. Um. The the one piece of advice to say to your mum is make sure you save your plat, your starting plat, for Warframe and weapon slots. Yeah. I, my advice would be to watch 10 o'clock and answer in the description below if you're playing on Switch, because you could be in a well, good chance to win some platinum. That's a fair point, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find Find some, like, a good some friends to play with or like a little community because it's a lot better than just playing by yourself. Drugal asks, have you looked into Subscribestar? Yes, it's really complicated. And do you think there will ever be a Bratton Mark II? I, I, when I read that question, I was like, I'd love there to be Mark II weapons. I, I would genuinely love a Bratton Mark II. <laughs> um, isn't just the Bratton, the Bratton Mark II. Well, they, okay, we fine. Then we want to mark three Bratton. Isn't that just the Vandal? I'm going to slap you. <laughs> Next, I'm going to say the Mark IV, and you're going to say, no, that's the Bratton Prime. No, the Bratton Prime is the uh, Mark Zero. 
the, yeah. I, I was just quickly checking if there's any other Brattons I didn't know about. <laughs> 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 ah, I actually meant the Bratton there. Right. Corgulus Borcus. Oh, no. So, uh, I've skipped one. Sorry. Call 3303. Do you have any expectations for further Demos content, or are you satisfied with what has been delivered so far? No, I'd I'd like more, um, especially follow on to the plot. I, I reckon that they, the, I reckon that they the, would do like a world event sort of thing. Yeah, I'd hope so. And there's a bracket that says, so if two Necromechs only usable on open worlds are enough, or if the new companions are enough of a mix-up? Yeah, I, I'm I'm not quite sure how I feel about the uh, the the new companions. I, I think I would still want a bit more, but the Necromechs definitely more. Just two is not enough. Yeah, I mean, the new companions, the, the modular system really surprised me because they showed us the concept art for them and it was like all of the pieces together. It looks like they cut up the models and then like made it modular afterwards. So I don't know. It feels kind of weird just saying new companions when it really, it, I, I thought they would just be two and it would be pretty good, but not as big a deal as it was. Anyways, 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 focus. Right, next. Caucus Borcus. What do you think the imposter is? In, uh, sorry, who do you think the imposter is in the family? Lars. Oh, shit, you said family, Lars. <laughs> Didn't lie. Aha! Uh, my secret has been discovered! I am part of the family! <laughs> Who's really under that avatar? Lars, <laughs> you, you get what that's a reference to, yes? No? Imposter? Oh uh, yeah, Among Us is just blown up massively. Has it now? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, do you think Warframe should follow full guys and become bean versions of themselves and try to get through obstacle courses through the star charts? <laughs> yeah, why not? Also, Gundam Necromech when? Soon TM. Like we saw the, the Debbie Sheen design of the Necromech last week. I mean, oh my god, that one was just so freaking amazing. I really want it. Just hoping. Bird Frame Prime for Loz. Scientifically, does a false color display of a non-visible spectrum of radiation have to be graded oh, in rainbow off. hues for it to count? For this example, can you display a thermal radiation reading as tones of red instead of coloring cold areas as blues and then panning through greens and yellows to read as it gets hotter? Asking a friend who doesn't believe thermal goggles can just be red tinted. Um... No, that's called infrared! What? What do you mean? If you only do one uh, spectrum of the um, thermoptic range, it's just infrared. This is based on the Metal Gear Solid thing about thermal goggles because he did find them and it's just everything red. Yeah, but you can have black and white thermal goggles. Can you? I think you can, you yeah. can convert the displayed colors to different colors, but the reason they're specifically green to begin with is because light has different lengths of wavelengths and it's easier to pick up certain hues than others i don't know yeah but you're the scientist laws my understanding no it's a it's a it's a, the whole thing is just a false color spectrum you can set that to whatever you want yeah uh it, it would have to be red to something though no this is like, just red red to darker red sure um i'm t i'm pretty sure you can do like red to black uh, well, I mean, sure. Thermoptic is typically white to black with all the colors I'm, in between. 
my understanding of what, what the way because it it's like um these colors don't exist obviously it's 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 trying to the, the the output is trying to put it in something the way that our clunky eyes that work on specific wavelengths of light would be able to differentiate it's like mm. we can't see electrons you know or we can't see most of the spectrum because we're only to that region so the output of the thermal device has to be able to go oh it's between this and this these are hot these are cold but uh, it's then a software issue. What does this wavelength then output it on the, the you screen? Have to calibrate it's not, it. Yeah, it's not actually green heat. Yeah, <laughs> so no. we know that. It's just like you yeah. know how to interpret it. I mean, it. I guess the thing is, you don't want them to be red anyways because the whole, red's a the whole more point visible. of the thermoptic stuff for Metal Gear Solid was to see through smoke and shit like that, <laughs> right? Which, yeah. weirdly enough, infrared does. Okay, uh, for instance, I'll just give this to Zeno then, so he knows that there can be. Uh, wait, where's this? I found you an image, Zeno. No, no, uh, move on, move on, move on, move on. No, move there on, you go. There's, there's an image where it doesn't use green. Um, That's a funny yeah, But it's not all fucking red. One. Yeah, it's not all red. Okay, moving on. Bird Frame Prime. For Zeno, DE has once again nerfed an ability that has come with the Helminth Chrysler system. This time, they have nerfed the Marked for Death ability because of it proccing. Finisher-based functions on every enemy that was hit in the, ra in the ability radius because it carried over unintended amounts of damage to the radial burst. Was this ability something you're expecting to get nerfed before you saw it in action? Were you going to try using it before it got nerfed, or were you completely unaware of the power of marked for death before this nerf? Uh, the last one, mostly because I'm still trying to find a fucking Magi Predacite. Might be worth it to buy it for plat when Sun sells one, man. Yeah, Just apparently you don't want to fucking sell one when, when I'm online. Oof. Oof. Fucking guy's an asshole. Trust me, I'd cheat that <laughs> fuck if bloody well. Well, that's move it on. for the comments. Let's move on. Yeah, community responses. Community responses. Do you want to get the time yeah. again? There's not too many this week. Through them. Peter Graver, at Zelagellion, your bizarre idea for this energy reduction Xmas is a horrible idea as a unit. It would aggravate everyone guaranteed. If you no. want energy reduction, then play sorties or nightmare missions that, that this affects already. Uh, also combined with Zruble, sorry, I don't like Zeno's unit that can steal most of my energy idea. I think it's cheap to have a unit that can snap his fingers and negate my energy. No, it wasn't going to be a snap of fingers thing. It was going to be a, um, a drain. It was going to be over time. But even so, like, you know... Uh, I think it was a hard cap then. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, it was, a, it was a hard cap, but the idea was that it would slowly get to that hard cap. Okay. Uh, you can roll through Firewave, funny enough. I did it while listening to this segment. It does a small knock up, but you can roll, roll it. <laughs> I'm not sure. I swear. That no, I, I, think, I do think you can. And basically, the force of moving forward, so like the, you know, the, the applied acceleration going forward. <laughs> the, the applied acceleration going backward just makes you go up. Oh, okay. I think Nova and Rhino need a different passive. Rhino, for instance, is just a heavy impact mod which doesn't affect melee, heavy, or grand slams. So really, it's so it's not really useful in ninety nine point nine percent of situations. I, I I don't know about Rhino, but definitely Nova. Now there was a comment here which is quite long. I don't. I was planning to read it out, but I think we might be a bit short on time. So, but I I also wanted to explain because it's from Pablo's world. Uh, and if, you, if you're listening, Pablo, as well, please explain exactly what you meant, because I'll read a little bit of it. Uh, I get we can all have our opinions, but I'm really curious why you all want to restrict restrictions on people who like to play long missions, because you all don't. It's like saying I only play Warframe one hour a day, so I want the game to only allow players to play two hours a day. It doesn't affect me, so I don't care. I want people to adjust 
the way it, it goes on things, but it doesn't actually explain what suggestions we were saying for people who play long missions. And please let us know because we no, do this, play long this missions. Is, this is the energy thing. This is because is the it, whole... is it something that? Because I just want to point out that what's that got to do with people long missions? Because just, just to point out. No, because the whole all, point long... is that if you're constantly losing energy, you can't stay in the mission. You can't. Well, depends how... No, no, no. It doesn't. It, but you, don't, you didn't even state how rare no, that enemy might be. It I might did. be really rare. No, I, I, I stated exactly that the whole point of... You remember me saying constantly nuclear deterrent? The whole point of the energy uh, leech, the energy... Sorry, the parasitic so Xmas. That, that's nothing to do with how quickly it spawns, saying nuclear deterrent. That means nothing. No, but it, it spawns really frequently the later in the mission you get. Well, yeah, but you didn't you didn't state, in my opinion, how much these spawn. I don't think you did. I don't well, think my did, one but, or... But anyway, I, I wanted to point out that I don't think anyone has played missions longer than me and Zeno. Thing is, we've, we've done 24 we've, hours. We've done multiple 24-hour missions. <laughs> so we do like long missions, I want to say. And I think it would be kind of cool to have different mobs affecting it. Maybe Zeno's idea was too much, but we don't hate long people in long missions. We are the advocates of the long mission. Very much so. In fact, at some in point... Moderation. Sure at in some moderation. In moderation. At some point, we will do 24 hours on... <laughs> the, oh, God, is everyone committing me to this? Oh, it's being done. Oh, it's being done. But anyway, can you go back to Pablo's World and explain that a little bit more with specifics on what we said or what... It, because we do like Hmong missions. I want to put that across. We really do. Mm -hmm. And I, I miss the days of playing Void for two hours straight. I really do. It's just, it just doesn't give the same feel now. Anyway, moving on. Legion Rapier 61. Art guns are a joke. My Shadow does literally 10 times the damage of my Grattler, and it reloads way faster. Having just got my neck wreck this morning and trying it, my art gun just felt dumb. Yay, giant necro robot with a fucking cap gun. Seriously, make art guns ten times stronger. Fair enough. Agree. Chris Mahan, the Medjay pedocytes do just spawn in the world, but I've only seen two spawn the whole time since Demos has been out. That's nice. I've not seen any yet. I, uh, I've been playing this week and the... If you tell me you've had one, I'm going to head I was just you. shooting things, oh and then I God. captured two, but oh I didn't understand because I didn't even have my capture. And I don't even get, I was just like, they spawn in the wild. The they just spawn in the wild. You don't no, have to I do any of the conservation. But I didn't stuff. have my gun out. They were just. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have them. to. They just oh. spawn in the wild. Well, they spawned in a pile of mobs I was shooting, and then I just picked uh -huh. them up, and I was like, oh, good captures. I'm like, sorry, what's that? I hate you. Right, and then lastly, Panda242 said, what art wing is. Zeno using. Oh, it's the it. No shit, is it? No, it's going to be the Itzel, but it's the I think the Prime skin. It it it's got like the all the gold shenanigans on it. It's not actually a um distinct Warframe. It's like Arcwing. It's just got a skin on it. Yeah, it came with the Titania Prime access. Yeah. Oh right. So it's not a. It's not Arcwing using. It's the skin. Yeah. Right. That's so that. Using that. Let us move on. The memes, the memes, which I will link. Right, I'll get the time. That's chat. There, we... no, that's Dizina. <laughs> Good job. There we go. Right. I just saw the last thing I linked. Was like, uh, is that pasting? Is that actually pasted? Yes. Oh, oh, there we go. Whoa. Okay. Meme. Right. So all these memes. Oh, I haven't done ages, but meme friend view. I don't. I don't have watched PewDiePie in a while. I don't even know if he mm. does that anymore. So, let us do some memes. These are all from the Meme Frame subreddit. Links are in the, the comments, sorry, in the description of this video. Do go there if you ever want to joke for me for, for some Warframe memes. They, they, daily, there's more memes. But anyway, so meme number one, Zeno. Mm -hmm. 
rough old days. Back in my day, <laughs> you needed three mutilist Alad V coordinates to craft one key. Oh, God. Getting those mm. coordinates was it's like, yeah, it's such a ball. You just couldn't get them. Mesa yeah. was one of the few Warframes I actually just flat out bought because I just couldn't get them. Yep. Meme number two. Fashion is key. Red button, buying fashion items to make Warframes look better. Blue button, buying mods, formats to make the build better. Me. Red <laughs> button. <laughs> I love that the Sonic the Hedgehog provided the perfect second image for the whole the two button thing with the yeah. red button and robotic fishing it. It is amazing. But yes, we all know get those Warframe fashion items. That's more important. And this oh. is this is what was it for that someone's mum playing on the uh, the Switch? Is it what to spend platinum on? <laughs> this is the choice they have playing. Right. right, meme number three. Oh shoot! I accidentally closed it. Uh, yeah, keep going. That's oh wait, meme number three. What? That's a community <laughs> shout out, I assume. How did how did we get that? Hmm. Where's Sorry, bear with me. Yes, it is a community shout-out. Where's meme number three? That's community shout-out. There it is. That, oh, that's, that's weird. I don't know why that appeared. Okay. Yeah. Tattoo of my scintillant, scintillant collection. <laughs> you get it? Yeah, I get it. Yep. The variation oh, no. on the this is where I put my scintillant collection if I had any meme. Anyway, moving on <laughs> to meme number four. Cool. Okay. I like pink flowers. What's with these stupid colors? They don't even look good on me. But these colors look good on flowers. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yep. Oh, right. Meme number five. So, I can shoot with the left click? When you try to tell the lore to your friend who just started the game. Sentience, Old War, Townsend, <sighs> Space Mom, New War, Orokins. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's this is Deimos me and my boyfriend. Oh my god. Just talking to him and he's just like, what, is, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you realize you sound like a madman, right? You've been here <laughs> yeah. two hours. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> and we've just finished the, the, the prologue of the game. Oh my now God. let's get on to the plot that's going on now. Number six. Right. And number six, finally, every time. The good, this is an old and trusty meme. I finally found it. After 15 years, a new blueprint requires one argon. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Always great, these ones. I love it. Yeah. Right, that's it for the beams. Let us have community shout out to Xena. Cool. So. Um, are you able to copy paste? Are you able to time? I will copy paste. I'll time then. Uh, cool. Right. So our first community shout out of the week is not a meme. Right. Is Toothy Mouth by Cleo Natterin. And this is where Cleo Ooh. has taken multiple warframes this is only displaying wisp for everyone watching right now you can see the full thing in the description below so there's also a valban prime an ember prime and a sarin and they all look freaky and awesome yep oh my god these are nice yep ready for number two 
Yeah, just, okay. just go for it. Uh, second community shout-out. No, do not close the web browser. Stop it. Right. <laughs> Our second community shout-out. The dragon guards his treasure hall by Archer. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely freaking amazing. Okay, there's, sorry, there's only one thing that would improve this better, is if they had like a little shrine or a poster in the back to, to Parvos Granum, because that's what yes. the treasure yes. guy says. He's like, I will guard your treasure, Parvos. Yeah. So yeah, that, that would be the only thing that can make that picture better. The third community shout-out is Mesa Prime Work in Progress by Veldemoth. Oh god! Just a, it's just a doodle, just a doodle. Well, in this case, it's a work in progress. Just a doodle. It is, yeah. yeah. But oh, I love the I love the pose. Yeah, yeah. the line work and everything. Well, Veldemoth is, so is the one that's done the Oberon and Excalibur Prime for our current run of fifty ten o'clocks this this quote unquote wow. season. Yeah, uh, the. Fourth community shout out is Necromech Crouch by Floofy. Which is. I um, love how ne the Necromech squish up when they crouch, so I made a dumb comic about it. We gotta be stealthy. Smoke screen! <laughs> Sneak mode activated. <laughs> it sort of just crunches up its <laughs> knees a bit and it bumps around. <laughs> That's brilliant. Right. Uh, fifth community shout out is Operate. Oh. Oh, no, wait. No, fine. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mine is not changing. Are you not changing? Oh. Stuck. Oh, it's because I accidentally put the damn same thing twice. Ugh. I'm so bad at this. There we go. Right. The fifth community shout out is Operator by Cloin Neko. Chloe my Anko. very first piece using Procreate. I wanted to reference some capture I did of my Tenno. I think Procreate, Procreate is. is like a drawing application. Mm -hmm. ah. it, uh, I think it's on the iPad. Oh, cool. Yep. Very awesome picture. Yep. It is nice. And then I want to thank um, everyone on Twitter who actually helped me refine this. Our sixth community, our sixth oh, break. Thank you. Our sixth community shout-out is Lich Done Goofed by Primed Average. I saw this uh, a week or so ago, and I wanted to use it last week, but we had too many. So I was going to save it for this week, and I lost it! So thank you very much for people that... My Lich Done Goofed. Behold, Tano, I've stolen all of these for myself. That's okay, I've got plenty of those. I also took this purple card thing. <laughs> what is the purple cut? Wait, what? It's, an, uh, uh, it's a ribbon, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> that's awesome! Yeah, so I absolutely love this. Cool, right? That's it for community shoutouts. Cool, right? We'll finish my quote then. Yep. So here we go. The sentient's been in bed with the entire Orokin network since Ballast. They've infected everything. They get into your orbiter, Cephalons, Arsenal, listen to your communication calls, every transference, every transmission. The more technology used, the easier it is for them to keep tabs on you. It's a brave new universe out there. At least it better be. Hmm. I... I think I have used this one before, but I couldn't find it in any of my quotes. 
Do I know this? It has Will Smith in it. It Do is it. a 1998 film. Do it again. The sentient's been in bed with the entire Oricon network since Ballast. They've infected everything. They get into your orbiter, Cephalons, Arsenal, listen to your communication calls, every transference, every transmission. The more technology you use, the easier it is for them to keep tabs on you. It's a brave new universe out there. At least it better be. This isn't Men in Black, is it? Nope. Oof. Okay. It's a it's a no. serious film, and the setting is like the real world as it was in 1998. As it was mm. in 19. 19- oh shit! I know what this is. It's not actually Will Smith who's talking, is it? No, no, it's not right. Will Smith who's talking here. Right. Someone's talking to Will Smith here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is Enemy of the State. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, and uh, Will Smith's character is being hunted down, and like everything he has on him. Like everything's got a computer in it, and he oh god, who's the the actor that he meets? He meets like Ooh. another character who basically has his own Faraday cage set up and everything to yeah. try and get Will Smith off the grid. And yeah, is oh, yeah, so it, well, it's is... kind of a he stumbles into it, and it's like he's a guy who lives off grid, and there's yeah. a conspiracy going on that Will Smith accidentally gets it's like hidden in a toy, and he gets put in his bag, and then he he gets blamed for it, and they think he, you know they try and the state goes after him, and then he goes for that guy to try and help him, and yeah. it's a very interesting film and very yeah. true in this very prophetic in this day and age we live in twenty twenty odd years later. So that that Y two K panic then oh that sounds amazing I've got to see this now. yeah it's oh, really really good, it. oh, it's yeah. really good movie especially. And then you can, after watching it, and consider that it was 1998, and it's like the surveillance state of you know g- governments and things. It was like ahead of its time, really, really good film. Mm. Cool. Right. Well, thank you very much, Lucifer. No, wait. Just go pain. Yeah, pain. Ludificor. Ludificor. I can't remember. Pain. Yes, thank you very much, pain, for both supporting the shenanigans that I do and you know coming on the show. It's been oh, and being up at five in the morning. I mean, wait, I want to ask you something mm-hmm. before you go because I was trying yeah, to get Zeno to ask this. Would you like to see Zeno do any more things for his supporters? Like, I don't know, like, get because obviously we can only have people on 10 o'clock, you know, a few people at a time, but like, I don't know, playing sessions or streaming sessions. Is there anything you would like to see? Or then some people at home that would make you donate money to support Zeno? I think, I think some streams would be good, but I know the internet there is kind of a bit, bit rough. Yeah. But I think if he could do some streams at some point and just interact with the supporters directly would be pretty good. Because I know you're pretty busy and the internet sucks, but it, I don't know. It's, you feel very approachable, and I think people like, like you because of that. I will look into it and shout at Birmingham City Council. <laughs>